Welcome to Awakened Path Radio, helping to spread love in light for the highest and greatest good. I'm your host, Reverend Candice Nadine Breen, Independent Spiritualist Minister and Healing Minister. For more information, including show updates, courses, workshops, events, resources, and more, visit my website at www.awakenedpathonline.com. Again, that's awakenedpathonline.com. Now on to today's show. Today I have with me June Edward, who has been a lifelong established professional in the business community. She has owned and operated multiple large corporations, nonprofit as well as profit, for-profit, and loves teaching. She has mentored many people trying to find their way back in life, as well as people in high-profile positions of power, needing advice and direction. She has been a psychic ever since she was a child and developed her gifts as more time went on. She can help bridge the gap between two worlds, helping to connect with departed loved ones, receive important information, facilitate people in the process of passing, and help to help people to discover what lessons they are learning in this life based on their past life experiences. She is a very intuitive psychic medium who can assist in everyday challenges, challenges life can throw at you. So let's welcome June Edward to the show. Welcome, June, to our show today. Hi, how are you? Great. Good to have you on today's show. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So tell us, you know, tell us about uh, a little bit about your journey to becoming, quote unquote, the Massachusetts medium. It's a great title, by the way. Thank you. Well, I, I was born this way, basically. Um, I was very psychic since I was a child. Mm-hmm. And growing up, um, seeing things and talking to spirits and things, it scared me as a child. I'll be honest. I was very afraid. Mm. Uh, when I got a little bit older, probably around nine or 10 years old, my parents separated and we ended up with my father, not my mother. Mm. And I would have a woman that would stand next to me every day when I did the dishes and I'd talk to her. She'd keep me company. I had no idea that, you know, everybody else didn't see her. <laughs> right. And she actually had been murdered in the house and oh, wow. in the basement. And I was afraid to go into the basement and I never knew why. But years later, I was told when I talked to somebody about one of my brothers and sisters about this woman, they told me the history of the house wow. and who she was. I had no idea. Well, see, that's why it's good for people to sage their houses when they move into it, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Um, but, you know, I, I didn't realize either that I was a medium. I knew I was very psychic 
all of my brothers and sisters are very psychic. We've always had a very close connection. Um, I was always drawn to uh, ghost stories. I used to travel and go to haunted places just for fun, even though they'd scare the crap out of me. <laughs> and um, I didn't know my mom was a medium until years later. You know, we grew up being told my mom was crazy because everybody oh. was crazy. Yep. And my, my mom is 93. We connected as she got older. And I ended up training at all the same places that my mom trained 50 years ago and had no idea. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So my brothers and sisters, although they have the ability as well, I'm the only one that pursues it because they're afraid of it. And if you don't have proper training, it's something that you can be very afraid of. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was married to my second husband, things started to come to me again. Uh, people that were passing would come to me as soon as they passed. Mm-hmm. His dad had come to me as soon as he passed. Mm-hmm. And of course, I didn't want his family thinking I was crazy. And I asked him not to tell anyone. And that was the first thing he did was tell everybody. Of course. <laughs> So it's difficult to really delve into an ability that you're being ostracized for. Mm. So when that fell apart, um, I asked for my intuition to just start becoming more developed because I wasn't trusting my own intuition at a point. And I started meditating. And as soon as I started meditating, it was like a floodgate opened up. And everything was coming to me, and everyone was coming to me. And I think this is a lot of problems that mediums have. They don't know where to turn, they don't get training. Um, it, it can drive you crazy if you're lying in bed at night and if you've got people standing around you. <laughs> you don't get any rest. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so when that happened, I, I recognized what was happening, and I started calling everyone I could get in touch with in the industry and in the business to point me in the right direction to control my gift Mm -hmm. and understand my gift because I didn't have a clue. (laughs) And I spent over a year just training on my gift and understanding who I'm talking to, how to turn it on, how to turn it off, Mm -hmm. uh, what messages they're trying to give me. Mm -hmm. And I traveled all over Massachusetts doing this, and I did this for basically just a donation to a charity for a long time. Um, And then it became what I do full time for a living. Mm -hmm. Of course, I've gone way beyond just mediumship. I do many, many things, but um, mediumship is, um, for me, it's it's a gift from God. Mm -hmm. And it's my purpose in life, Mm -hmm. and the people that I've helped I wish I had started doing this the day I was born. Yeah, right. I've been able to help a lot of people and it's very gratifying. Now, you mentioned that, you know, proper training and not everyone knows where to go uh, to get proper training. I mean, you can you can Google it and you will come up with like a million things, some of, yeah, yeah, some of which has nothing to do with what you're trying to get. So how can, you know, for someone who's like a, you know, who knows that they have these, these abilities, but wants to control them and learn how to use them, turn them on and off. Like you said, what do you recommend? What kind of training do you recommend? Um, places do you recommend for people to, um, 
to go. I know there's a lot of online stuff too, but what do you suggest? The correct thing that I would do is try to find a mediumship development circle mm -hmm. or mediumship development class somewhere in your area that you can go to. And they can teach you and train you at least what you're looking at, how to turn it on, how to turn it off, and how to protect yourself. Many, many people that are in this industry do not protect themselves. Right. And once you've opened yourself up, if you don't protect yourself and you don't close yourself down, yeah. you can open yourself for evil just as well as you can open yourself for good. Right. I know someone who did that. It's like, yeah, it's like leaving your front door wide open. You wouldn't leave your front door wide open all day and all night. You wouldn't do that. Right. That's, that makes sense. Um, and there, there are also some universities, some a lot of metaphysics uh, universities online that uh, um, have development ship classes as well. There are. I've never tried any of the online. I know there is uh, the author Finley College in mm -hmm. England for people that have the money to get there, I guess. Yeah. They, they also, most of those instructors go to a place called The Journey Within, which is in New Jersey. Um, that's not that far from us, but they do offer a lot of classes um, at that center as well. And a lot of those people travel. Mm -hmm. I teach myself every opportunity that I get. Um, I usually teach out of a place called She Breathes in Walpole. I'll be teaching again in March. I just finished up a series. Hmm. Uh, but I also teach individual classes as well on different topics other than mediumship development. So if you just wanted to go take some of those classes, how to get in touch with your soul, how to meet your spirit animal, um, things like that. There's other classes that you can also take. All of those things help to enhance your ability if you have ability. And you teach that out of Walpole too? All those other I classes? I do. I have those classes are coming up soon if anybody wants to go online and look. It's She Breathes Wellness um, and they're on uh, West Street in Walpole. Nice. She, she, she breathes. She breathes. Okay. Oh, she breathes. She breathes. Yep, she breathes wellness. Breeze, wellness. All right. Now, you growing up and knowing that you had these gifts, what? How did you deal with your peers at school? Did they know you no. had this? No, absolutely not. I, I, like I said, very few people other than my family. Hmm. A couple of my sisters. You know, we were always. It was. It was difficult. We try to call each other, and you know, we're calling each other back and forth and the phones are busy. We can't get through for hours. And we both know somebody's got to put the phone down so the other one can call. But we've yeah. got to almost psychically tell the other one, stop calling so I can reach you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a little crazy. Um, but no, growing up, um, and like I said, when my parents split from me, it was pretty traumatic. And at that point, you try to kind of push that on the side burner. Mm -hmm. um, and... I, I lived in a lot of haunted houses when I was a single mom with my children. That is and awesome. Realize that it's not this that the houses are haunted. It's that I could see them and hear them as well as my children. They're very gifted as well. Right. And they're everywhere. I didn't realize it was just the fact that I could see them that was making them come out of the woodwork for me. Right. Yes. Yeah. I, I tell people, um, we, when they want to, they talk about, when they talk about haunted houses, I'm saying spirits are around us all the time. It's just that some people can't see them. And Absolutely. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily mean that your house is haunted. It just means you can see them. So right. I think like the term haunted house is sort of overused and um, also used incorrectly. 
because well, yes and no because there are places that spirits are very heavily connected to mm -hmm. um, for instance my own home that i live in was built in the early 1800s wow. and the second wife of the man and two of her children basically reside here with me <laughs> i'm kicking them out all the time <laughs> Um, and they're sometimes they're not very nice. They've broken and done a lot of damage right. to my personal things. You know, mm -hmm. if I'm not diligent on getting them out of here every other day, mm -hmm. um, they're, you know, they, they're abstainers from alcohol. They don't like the fact that there's alcohol in my home. Oh, wow. She's very jealous of some of the things that I have that are pretty like my crystal. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, um, as far as she's concerned, this is still her home. So there are spirits and entities that are, I call them lower vibrational entities because yep. they're not higher vibrational. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, I, they're stuck here, basically. They don't choose to go into the light for right. whatever reason. Um, right. Sometimes they're afraid. Sometimes they have different reasons or they just like where they're at. Right. Mm -hmm. And they, will, they won't go into the light. So they're stuck here on earth and they come and go. Um, so there are a lot of haunted quote unquote places mm -hmm. that no one's tried to pass them on or they won't go on and you can hear them. I mean, they have a lot of energy, some spirits, yes. some yeah. more than others. Yep. And some that have been on the other side for a long time have a lot more ability because they've kind of learned how to work the system. You know, they, they know how to drain batteries and drain energy to get energy to, you know, either make themselves seen or to move objects or to make themselves heard. Right. Some of them are very talented. <laughs> That's amazing. And you know, they can learn that just by being here. <laughs> oh, they're clever. They're clever. I was in a, a room once that was uh, the little girl that had died in the lake on the property. This was up the Cape. Hmm. Um, I slept in her bedroom and there was a sink in the room that was not there when she was alive. Wow. And she kept turning the faucet on because it was, she was intrigued by it. Wow. What is this? Yeah. A faucet. Woo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, now, these are the lower vibrational ones. Have you ever been, have you ever had the experience where you could actually speak with them and ask them, you know, why are you so upset? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, I talk with them all the time. They have no problem telling me what their issue is. Right. Um, but it doesn't mean they want to leave. And some mm. of them are just afraid of being punished when they go into the light. Wow. Um, I talked to one man not very long ago. I did a house clearing up in, um, up in Connecticut. And there was a, a man in the house that had actually murdered someone. Mm. And he refused to go in the light because he wanted to know if he was going to be punished. Okay. And I, 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 you know, I can't answer that question for him. I don't know what your punishment is going to be or what your comrade is going to be mm. when you committed a crime like that and you go to the other side. You know, God is loving, God is forgiving, but, you know, it's better than being stuck here. Right. And, who and he refused. He would not come into the yeah. light. Right. But I did get him out of, out of the house, at least. Well, well that's, a, that's a good development to get right. him out. <laughs> <laughs> now... Cool. Now, what role do you see mediums uh, today playing in the lives of people who want to connect with loved ones, who have gone on to a higher plane of existence, or just to connect with uh, an entity that's in their home? Well, uh, we have all those roles, and mm -hmm. they're all very important roles. Mm -hmm. um, I've brought uh, souls through. I'll give you a quick story. I had a woman that I did a reading for in Newport last year. 
-hmm. and she was about 80 years old. Oh. And she had heard about me and she waited to be my last reading for the day. Mm. And her daughter brought her over and her daughter sat behind because she wanted mom to have her privacy. And right. she wanted to talk to her son. Oh. So I've been, you know, I'm very strong and I'm able to bring through 100% of the souls that people want to bring through. Mm. But first her parents came through. So I'm like, you want to talk to your parents first? Because they've been standing behind you all night. So we talked to the parents first. Mm -hmm. Then the next person that came in, we called her son. The next person that came in was not her son, it was her brother. Oh. And her brother had been murdered. And I asked, you know, her information. When I work, I don't want people telling me. I'll tell them. It's yes, no, or I don't know. I don't want them leading me somewhere. Right. Mm -hmm. But her brother had been murdered, and she was aware of who had murdered them. The person had died in prison. So, uh, you know, he had some things he wanted to say to her. And then we moved on again to the son. Well, finally, you know, I had to have the brother go back into the crowd of souls and take her son by the hand and drag him up because he did not want to come talk to his mother. Oh, no. So when that happens, usually they either had um, a falling out or uh, some kind of shame on their side. And he's standing there with his head down. So I asked her, I said, you, do you think he committed suicide? And she said, yeah, absolutely. And that's when he popped up and said, no, I did not commit suicide. It was an accident. Mm. and she starts crying so now I'm like there's something with his head and it was horrible he you know it, it was a horrible accident he showed me what happened oh. she confirmed that that's what happened mm -hmm. but at the end of the day he was happy on the other side because now he had explained to his mother what happened and that she did not cause his death mm -hmm. she understood now that she was not he did not visit suicide because of her and that's what she thought happened because that's what the police kept telling her mm -hmm. So for 45 years, this poor woman has been living thinking that she caused her son to kill himself. Oh, man. Can you imagine 45 oh. years ago if oh. she was able to get this clarity, mm. what her, how different her life would have been instead of carrying this burden? Thanks. That's a, that's a heavy burden it for is. someone to carry. And I asked her when we were all done, I said, why didn't you go to see a medium sooner? And she told me for 45 years, she's been going to see a medium and no one's been able to bring her son through. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, every, it's like, pan, I, I put it to be like playing a piano. Some people can play chopsticks. Some people can sit down and naturally play Chopin. Yes. <laughs> you know. And what, you know, oh, goodness. I mean, there is so much, there's so much out there, so many stereotypes um, in regards to medium. Some people don't believe it. Things well, and it's good and bad and everything. It's just like right. doctors, you know, there's good and bad and everything. And yes, right. I've seen a lot of people in this, in this business that are not authentic. Yes. Um, yeah. A lot of that. And I, I personally, I was a little shocked because I am authentic and I was like, Oh my God, really? <laughs> right. I mean, how can you be in this field and, and be fake? I mean, why would you want to be in this field yeah. and not be real? This is a lot of work. It sure is. Now, it really is. <laughs> do you find that more people are coming out to our, uh, our, um, accepting of uh, mediums and and in need helps for mediums than ever before how do you see um um i don't know because i i can't speak to what it was like 10 years ago because i wasn't working in the field wow. i know there is a huge need for it i have a lot of people that seek me out i have a lot of people that i help hmm. I have a lot of people that are skeptical and all i can give them is what the spirit is telling me so a lot of people are looking for a specific piece of information 
or they're waiting. It's almost like a game to them. They want to sit right. and test you and see who's coming through. Right. I had one gentleman, he sat there with me for 30 minutes while his aunt came through, his cousin came through, his neighbor came through. <laughs> Finally, he's like, well, I really wanted to talk to my son. Well, why didn't you say that? Call yeah. him. You know, it's not a game. This to me is work. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, so finally after we called his son, his son came through and I verified everything for him. So he knew he was talking to his son. Now, uh, now, um, what about, have any, have you, I mean, this gentleman could have been, could be an example, but have any skeptics come to you let and then left becoming believers? Every one of them, including this gentleman. But that was the reason that he was sitting there with, not telling me who he wanted to talk to. Hmm. And everyone that I'm pulling through, he's verifying who they are, but you know, he was going to be like, Oh, I, I don't believe it because you didn't get my son. You didn't ask for your son. Oh boy. You so know, we asked for his son. I brought his son through and I confirmed for him. I told him how his son passed, how hmm. old his son was, right. what his son did for a living and the message that his son had for him. Hmm. So, he felt he felt a lot better when he left. He was able to receive some kind of healing from. He was, and it's this. you know it happens too many times, and I have too many people that come to me that have children that have passed from car accidents or drug overdoses, oh. and it's horrible, and it's horrible for the soul on the other side as well because they haven't been able to give the closure to the family member. It's usually the mom, mm -hmm. um, and they stay around them because they're in such grief. It, the spirit is in grief because the parent is in grief. Mm. So by able being able to put the two of them together and have some closure and have them talk to them, it really gives you know peace for both sides. Mm. Now, can anyone become a medium? Do you think that we all, anyone? Well, I know all mediums are psychics, but not all psychics are mediums. Yes. <laughs> Everyone does have psychic ability. Everyone does. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm going to say the same thing. It's like playing a piano. You can sit down and you can just hit a couple of keys. Or you can sit down and you can learn chopsticks. Or right. you can start practicing it and practicing it and get better. And then some people are naturally just really, really good. Mm -hmm. So, yes, everyone can increase their psychic ability. It's your intuition. That's your psychic ability. And we all have it. It's all a matter of what you want to do with it, whether or not you want to listen to it, and whether or not you want to get more training and have it come through more for you. Now, this is a question that I, I, I'm going to ask just for my own uh, curiosity here. So we know it's almost Halloween. Yeah. Um, do you get... Uh, do you find people come to you uh, during this season because it is this season? Uh, well, absolutely. Um, you have people that want to do Halloween parties or psychic events, um, which is great. And the veil is the thinnest for whatever reason on October 31st. The veil between the two worlds is thinnest. Mm. So even mediums that normally aren't strong enough to pull through certain souls are able to do that at that time because the veil is thinner. Mm. Um, it, it, don't ask me why. I have no idea why it's that date that the veil is thinner, but it is. Um, and a lot of people don't think about it maybe the rest of the year mm. and they think about it at this time of the year. So they think it might be fun to do, or they might've been putting it off for a while. You know, I really wanted to talk to my dad. I've been wanting to talk to him for a long time. And, you know, just because it's this time of the year and they're thinking it might be fun to do, they choose to do it. 
And also, is there something off? There's something like in the air. I think around this time of year, it's just it's just a feeling out there. Um, I feel it every year. There's such there's certain energy. Well, again, the veil is thinner, so you're yeah. going to feel more energy. Mm. You know, right. and and then with all these the, the solar eclipse, the lunar eclipse, mm. planet lineups shifting, it's just the energy has just been immense and incredible this entire year. It's just been one event after the other. Right, it really has. It and is. A lot of people are feeling it. So they don't understand why they're not sure what's going on. So a lot of people are just coming for help for themselves, not necessarily to find out, you know, to talk to someone from the other side, but to get some, some insight into what's going on in their own life. And a lot of times when that happens, someone from the other side may come through because you have relatives that are there guarding you. You have a guardian angel um, that's usually a relative and those people come through to offer advice and help you with what's going on in your life. Now, um, you mentioned that you teach some classes. Yeah. What other services, um, what other do you uh, provide to people who are seeking help? Well, I read angel cards and I, I do read tarot cards, but I don't prefer tarot cards. I think tarot cards are a little bit darker and I try to work yeah. with the light. Yeah. So I read, I do angel card readings. Mm -hmm. I also do, um, Akashic Record Readings, which oh. is people's past lives. It's the book of life. Mm -hmm. And that can assist you if you're having some difficulty in this life. You can go back into another lifetime and find out why you're relearning it or why you're going through it in this lifetime and get some better insight into what you need to do to get through it or change it mm -hmm. in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. I also do. Um, Twin flame readings. Uh, twin flames are one soul that's split into two. Um, they are a very rare concept, even though it's going around the spiritual community like crazy, and people think they can manifest a twin soul, a twin flame. It doesn't work that way. Oh, okay. <laughs> it won't work that way. If you did not uh, choose that before you reincarnated, it, you're not going to have one. And they find you. You don't look for them. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it doesn't work that way. So I also do destiny card readings. Destiny cards are your regular deck of playing cards. Mm -hmm. Those were the cards of the Magi and the Magi were the Knights Templar. Mm. And those were kept um, under heavy guard up until the early 1900s because those are mystical cards. They were not, it was not a, a, a parlor game. It was uh, turned into a parlor game by the Catholic Church in the 1900s because they didn't want people getting a hold of these cards. Oh. So your entire calendar is um, made from the regular deck of playing cards. Oh. There are four suits in the deck. There are four seasons. There are 52 cards in the deck. There are 52 weeks in the year. If you add up all the numerical numerical values of all the playing cards they come to 364 if you add your joker in which has a value of one and a quarter you have your 365 days of the year and your leap year hmm. so it's numerology it's also based on uh, astrology and it's extremely accurate to determine what's going on in your life your spiritual path your life path the people in your life your life is works in 14 year cycles and every year is broken down into a 52-day cycle as well. Mm. So the amount of information you can extract from destiny cards is just unfathomable. Mm. 
the things that I'm able to take out. I can spend hours giving people information on their life. Wow. What's happened. Yeah. They're not, a lot of people do not read them because they are very, um, very intricate. And uh, there's a lot of math involved in it and a lot of different values. And um, I spent a long time (laughs) studying the books to surpass the teacher. Wow. You know, we didn't even know that. I mean, the average person doesn't know that playing card about that, about regular playing cards. No. And if you notice that, you you know, the the faces on the playing cards have been the same since they were put in print originally. Uh Every now and then you'll see a deck of playing cards where they've changed the faces and they Mm -hmm. don't sell because it was very clear in the book of the Magi. They are not to be altered. Oh, yeah. They, they are, uh, they're religious faces, they're religious cards, they are not to be altered. So when a playing card company does alter them or put them out, they don't sell. That is interesting, because I have, I've seen a couple here and there where they've changed the faces, just a yeah. few playing but, yeah, cards. But they don't, they don't sell, they don't take no. off in the market because no. they're not meant to be changed. Right, isn't that interesting? No. I've learned a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> So now, if someone wants to, uh, you have any upcoming projects or anything you're doing? Well, I I do a lot of events and I do have them listed on my website. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't post them too early. In fact, I'm going to be in Martha's Vineyard in May, but I I don't have it on the website yet because they're still working out the details. Um, I have a lot of things that I'm working on. I also run a relationship site. Uh, online and I'll be doing some videos for that. Um, I, I try to help people as much as I can. I also run a mediumship site online to give people answers to questions and just to educate the public as much as I can. And I run a twin flame site as well because it's a journey that if you're on it can be very confusing and very heartbreaking. Um, so you have to, you have to really be guided on that journey. Now, how can, what, what sites are those? How can someone, how can our listeners um, get more information and contact you and learn about your websites? Well, my website is juneedward.com. Very easy. Uh, my Facebook page is June Edward, the Massachusetts Medium. I believe it's maxed out. So you can go to the business page, which again is June Edward, the Massachusetts Medium. You can like that page and get information because I double post. Nice. And the relationship site is on Facebook as well. It's relationship advice for men and women. Very simple. And the Twin Flames site is Twin Flames Explained. Okay, Twin Flames Explained. Okay. Well, it was, <laughs> it was a pleasure talking with you today. You as well, Candace. Thank you very much. I hope I, Hopefully I answered a lot of the questions that the public is you know, looking for and educated them a little bit. I certainly know I learned a lot today. I, I'm still, I'm still blown away by the playing cards. I'm just, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm so blown away. It's, it's just, it's all these synchronicities within our world. It's just amazing. So yeah, there's, there's so many things. If you, um, if you look, everything's interconnected somehow. We're all interconnected. Yes. If you look, yeah. one thing will take you to the next thing, to the next thing. If you're on a spiritual quest and a spiritual journey, Believe me, they will put you where they want you to be. Mm-hmm. This is that how is, it works. That is so true. Yeah. Well, I thank you for being a guest on our show today. I really enjoyed speaking with you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you.
Bye. Bye-bye. Well, everyone, that's all the time we have for today. As always, you can visit awakenedpathonline.com. Again, that's awakenedpathonline.com for show updates, courses, workshops, events, resources, and more. I'm Reverend Candace Nadine Breen, and thank you for listening to Awakened Path Radio. Namaste and blessed be. Thank you.